0: This is Raptors Game Night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Six
1: tenths of a second to go. Hill, no good. That's it. That is it. History has been made. The young franchise, born in 93, named in 94, after expansion drubbings sweeps in the playoffs and heartbreaking defeats the little man has come of age the toronto raptors are eastern conference champions it's on to the finals against the golden state warriors toronto wins it the final 100 to 94.
2: That is Paul Jones with the final call. A historic moment for Toronto and Canada as the Raptors advance to the NBA final against the Golden State Warriors. Game 1 right here at Scotiabank Arena on Thursday night. I want to welcome in all our listeners of TSN 1050 in Toronto, TSN 1200 in Ottawa, TSN 1150 in Talk 1010 in Toronto. This is a breaking national story. Siobhan Morris from News Talk 1010 is outside. She'll be updating us on what's happening, but right now we can, I guess, soak up the... Seen here at Scotiabank Arena, that Confetti Philips, the party. Brown, Jim Tad, Dwayne Watson, and Brian Hayes from Overdrive with you. Historic to say the very least. That was, I mean, it, it took a while to wrap it up, but boy, that was something, wasn't it, Dwayne?
3: Yeah, I mean, this is surreal. I mean, I think you look at this team, and everyone felt the Raptors were going to come in and take it, being at home, but they got down by 15, a couple of stretches, and the game was they made a run in the third quarter, South Buck pushed it, and then I feel like, ah, they might, I mean Brian were talking, like, ah, I don't know what's going on here, and you know, this team always finds ways to dig down and respond. And, you know, when they get punched, they respond. And Kawhi was a good part of that too.
4: Happiest guy in the country, shot clock guy, because that could have been dangerous, man. Yeah. Uh, just under eight seconds left, blatantly hit the rim. Everyone knew in the house except for the shot clock operator. Did not end up mattering in the end. Um, I mean, what an unbelievable series. An incredible run for the Raptors. I'll give Milwaukee credit too. After that Kawhi dunk when he posted around yeah. Giannis and Giannis got him back. Yep. Giannis got him back like two minutes later. I think I was like everybody else in the building. I thought it was over. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here thinking they're gonna route these guys and Kawhi and Kyle are gonna come out with like a minute left and get a rousing ovation. Did not happen, so credit to Milwaukee. Uh but oh listen, they Milwaukee was twenty two and one coming off losses all year. And the Raptors just beat them four straight.
3: Yeah, they never got a chance to come back. Never got a chance. Which is something to say. I mean, four straight wins. They're down 2-0 to start the series, and people were like, uh-oh, here we go again. And the Raptors kept finding different ways to win each time. And it's, you know, Fred VanVleet, two, two for three in the first half. I mean, like, all these different players stepping up, contributing, making different plays, and refusing to lose. Well, well, that's
4: the beauty of a run, isn't it? Like, yeah. different guys. You knew Kawhi. Exactly. We, we were talking about this in between the third and fourth. Kawhi, he gets better with time. Like, you've seen that over the course of the, these six games, and specifically the last four. He saved his magic for the fourth quarter, and he was unbelievable in the fourth tonight. But as great as he is, and I love what Masai said after the game, yeah. Not tampering if he's still your own yeah. guy. That's right. Best player in the world, <laughs> yeah. and we're happy he's here in Toronto. Yes. But other guys stepped up well, big time. And time. you're right.
3: especially Pusimasai has always said, this is like a one-year free agency meeting, as opposed to like having one hour. And this is exactly, you know, you talk about. I don't want to get into will Kawhi stay, but I mean, carrying a team to the finals is, is really enticing. But the fourth quarter, as you mentioned, they started on a 12-2 run, and Kawhi was in the bench for the first right. four and a half minutes. So the fact that they could start doing that without Kawhi and then having come in and contribute is like, that's what makes you excited about the next round. I mean, the Golden State Warriors have been the best team in the league for a long time, without question. But seeing how these teams are starting to continue to find different ways to add different layers and contribute makes it more interesting.
2: I, I like the full circle nature of this. I mean, there's three games in a row where the Raptors said no to the Bucks at the ultimate time. And then in the late going you have spicy p at the foul line which started the whole sequence in in game three where he couldn't drop those two shots and double overtime later but i mean this is you want to talk about a team that represents the city the raptors do that very well
4: well and they've got such a different collection i thought ernie johnson did a great job of kind of hitting that nail on the head when he was welcoming in and he said look at the guys that you've drafted like Siakam, look at the guys you've acquired via trade. A guy like Fred, who was an undrafted free agent, who they picked up. Obviously, Kawhi is a guy that they acquired. This team did not build in a, in a conventional way. Yeah, you know, even Kyle obviously didn't start his career here. And there were many times over the past seven years where he could have been moving on. And you know, thankfully for the Raptors, and Lowry, and Masai. He was the guy that, that that kind of stayed through it this whole time, and I thought he was unbelievable. Yeah, tonight. and even
3: especially looking at even this season. I mean, you got Danny Green, and new new guys, right? Mark Gasol, a new guy, new new head coach. Exactly. So much change just within this season alone, and for them to kind of like get to this point is it, phenomenal. That's a culmination of everything that the team's built for the last twenty four years.
2: Just really loved the the grit they played with and the defense that created the offense. I mean, that's. That fiber that, that holds this team together. And, you know, you don't see it in the first quarter, but when the game's on the line or the series is on the line, it shows up. And this team has evolved nicely over three rounds.
4: Well, it, tonight was like a... Uh it got ugly at times you know like through three quarters it kind of had an 80s vibe to it like there were some ugly possessions on both sides but i thought both teams played really well defensively i think both teams were really active switching off really well closing really well you know there wasn't a lot of room out there which is what you expected they're both really high-end defensive teams uh but you go back to the beginning of the fourth with Kawhi on the bench, you know, yeah, they started hitting shots, but I thought defensively, that's where they really started to lock down, yep. and he's clearly their best defender, and he wasn't a part of that, and I think that's what really got the rhythm going.
3: And defense travels, I mean, you talk about like game to game, series to series, things change, but defensive intensity and the attention you guys play, and how they're going to shift and rotate and react, that's going to carry on to the next series, and that's you know guys missing shots and making shots is great but the defense that's the identity of this team
4: well especially with who's coming in
3: yeah especially like,
4: we've got you know an offensive juggernaut like we've never really seen before and i know we're putting i guess it's not really putting the carpet for the horse because we're going there the raptors are into the nba not used to saying it, that's why no that's yeah. right you got, it's, i'm like no experience <laughs> exactly that's the toronto in me i'm <laughs> like <laughs> hey. I, is this for real like uh-huh. are they still reviewing something it's been a, a 45 minute review to see if the raptors actually won the game but um, and we're going to have all week to talk about it. And you guys will be all over it throughout the games. But they're going to be huge underdogs, like massive underdogs. And, and the reality is, you know, we went through it with LeBron for a number of years. I think it's LeBron plus in terms of from what the outside, from the outside. Yeah. But listen, Milwaukee was a big favorite in yep. the eyes of many. Mm-hmm. And when they were up to nothing, it felt like LeBron and Steph and Kevin Durant were on their team or were going up against the Raptors. And the Raps showed resiliency. Uh, They've been, you know, a team that's been building for this all year. They're in tough against Golden State. But the fact that they got home court, and if Durant isn't playing, he may not even travel up here the first couple of games. Who knows? You got to get one early. You know, if you can get game one, then it might change the complexion of the series and – change the mentality of both teams
2: well we know they can shut the door defensively we know they can rally from a uh, 15 point deficit so these things are going to be valuable next week
4: well they've been building up right yeah. yeah like golden state knows what they are yeah they know what 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 they're walking into of course. but the raptors have been building for this and we'll see where it goes thursday
2: night okay it's pretty quiet inside now there's uh, some festivities going on everybody's celebrating but what's happening outside let's go to siobhan morris from news talk 1010 siobhan what's the scene out there
5: well, I'm standing here the lake shore and Bay Street, and nobody really wants to go home here. You're seeing all the people spell out from uh, the arena and also from Jurassic Park. And people, just, I think the feeling that you're feeling is joy. People don't really know how to process it. I talked to a couple of fans who said through all the years of bad coaching, ugly years of playing, stars that didn't want to stick around, they really can't quite comprehend that they're here. One guy told me it was the happiest day of his life. Sorry to his young son.
2: Wild scene out there. You tell everybody the D V P closes at midnight. <laughs> <laughs>
5: You're gonna get a move on if you want to get out of here, but I don't think that people are at any time of the way to get home. It's too important. You know, you hear so many fans talk about the decades that they've waited for this moment, so I think they won't be like too upset having to spend a little bit more time downtown or a little bit more time getting home tonight.
2: Siobhan, thanks very much. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Shimon Morris from News Talk 1010. So uh, a wicked scene outside, but we knew that was going to happen. Well, this is so up. Like, this is the Eastern <laughs> Final. Yeah. yeah,
4: like again, we'll see where I, we're at. I know, but weeks. we don't we
2: don't get to the championship round no. too often, do we?
4: I mean, it, listen, I I know TFC fans; they're always listening and <laughs> sure. they're waiting to jump <laughs> yeah. in. And yeah. Argos fans, I get it. But when we're talking about different you know, the, stage, the big three—the Raptors, the the Blue Jays, and the Maple Leaves—you um, got to go back to to '93. Yeah. That's the last time one of them were in a, were in a final. Yeah. You know the, the the Jays got to the ALCS in 15 and 16, the Leafs to the Eastern Final in 99 and 02, and the Raptors in 16. But well, the, it, the Raptors have separated themselves from those teams over the past 30 years.
2: And with that criteria, it's happened twice in 52 years. Right yeah. now, it's three. Now here we go. Yeah. At
3: this. I mean, everyone's going to enjoy this moment because who knows what the finals going to bring? So definitely basking it, but having joy and pride, knowing that you have the best player. The best, player, best two-way player in the NBA yep. is on your team.
2: Well, and he's a joy to watch. I mean, with that game on the line, you could see him go to work, not necessarily carrying the team, but figuring out what he could do, and if he couldn't do it, he'd give it to somebody else. I mean, it all started with him.
4: Yeah, well, it, it always does. I yeah. mean, it's always going to, right? And I, I think on the flip side, Giannis, I thought Giannis was really strong through three quarters. I thought defensively he was incredibly active. He hit a couple of threes early in the game. I thought he was going to get more of a rhythm there. But you noticed in the fourth, he was kind of like, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to start going the opposite way. And Kawhi was like, I'll take it, man. If, like, I am better than you. I have proven I'm better than you. And I think in the fourth quarter, it, it became that much more apparent. And, you know, Kawhi, what more do you have to say about the guy? He's a beast.
3: Well, it's funny because we were talking with uh, Kevin Arnavitz from ESPN and John Schmidt from the NBA in pregame. And it was funny, like, how everyone's like, You know, we're talking about Kawhi and Giannis, and they're like, yeah, in four years, Giannis is going to make the right decisions. Giannis is going to evolve into that guy. But prior to, like, you know, Game 1 and Game 2, Giannis was the best player in the series. Right. So the narrative changes, of course, but the narrative is going to change for this team and this franchise and how they're perceived in the U.S. by, like, Toronto's chokers or what Broussard says or all that stuff. Like, this... Getting to the NBA Finals is going to change how people perceive this franchise. Well,
4: and listen, it, it's been a long run, right? Yeah. Like, and there have been there have been more dark times than bright times in the history of this franchise. I mean, we've all they used to play in the dome and the Gardens, and then they finally <laughs> got a building. And you know, we all know about the story about players wanting out and management types that just simply couldn't couldn't pull the right trigger at the right time. And that said, you know, the past five years they've been a formidable foe for any team in the East, short of LeBron James. And LeBron's gone, but Milwaukee, like they were the real deal. And the Raps said, "We'll take it." Yeah, I
6: think that's
3: that's the thing. I mean, LeBron's gone, but people still didn't say, "Oh, the Raptors are the team to beat." Right, Boston because of their
4: because of the reputation which they had to own. Exactly, the Raptors had to own their own reputation. Right,
3: and that's why they made the change. That's why the trade had to happen. And that's but they also kind of went back and said, "Hey." We're going to get our spot. We're going to do our there.
2: Okay, we're going to go downstairs, and reaching the podium would be Kawhi Leonard and Kyle Lowry. So they have the trophy, the Eastern Conference Championship trophy with them. Let's listen in. Let's we'll
7: start with Mark, who's down front and to your left.
8: Go. Congratulations, both of you. Mark Schwartz, CSPN. I want to uh, ask you both about that one play in the middle of the fourth quarter where, Kyle, you uh, picked off a pass and uh, drove to the hoop and then waited for Kawhi. Um, just how you know significant a play was that and tell me about what you saw and, and why you waited
7: um it was a uh, it was a momentum you know kind of capra, you know we kind of was on a run and uh why not feed the big dog let the big dog eat and um you know i'm always going to look for my you know the, the guy that i know can finish with the best of them and uh um, that's what he did he, he 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 finished with the best of them right there
8: when when you were able to complete that that play in that fashion?
9: It was great. You know, um like Kyle said, we was on a run and um you know the, the building exploded after that dunk. Kinda got us uh, a little bit more adrenaline to get an, get another stop. And, you know, I've been playing with him for a while, a while now and, and you know, it just chemistry right there. So I know just to keep running with Kyle, if he don't have nothing easy, he's gonna make the right play, like you said.
7: Uh,
9: so we'll go to John, who's sort of halfway back on the left. Kyle, uh, John
0: Schuman, uh, You guys have been the best team in the Eastern Conference over the last six years, if you take cumulative. Um, but playoffs, you know, you, you weren't able to break through. What does it mean to you, the guy that's been here the whole time, um, to finally break through? How much are you savoring this right now?
7: Um, it, means a, it means a lot. Um, you know, it's taken a long time to get here in my career. 13 years, seven years here. Um, I've, I've ran into one guy for a while, and, you know, we were given an opportunity, he left, and we beat a really good team in Milwaukee. Um, for me, you know, I'm a of the moment, but, um, you know, I'm not satisfied. You know, our goal is to, to win, a, win the NBA championship, uh, championship and, um, you know, we're just going to keep getting better and plugging in the way. Uh, to Jackie, who's standing up at the back left.
5: Uh, Jackie McMullen, ESPN. Kawhi, Kyle's known, Nick Nurse about six years this was your first year with him I wonder if you can give us an idea of what he was like in the huddle tonight when you're down and how he contributed you feel to where you are now
9: uh, He was pretty composed um you know like i t- told ernie out there we were down about i think 15 points 13 points in that third quarter with about six minutes left and he told us that we were just here last game to keep fighting keep striving one position at a time we all felt, um, you know, like we were still in the game. We had a little bit of momentum left, and we just talked amongst each other once again. And just, you know, said let's go out here and enjoy it. And, um, you know, we could play better offense and defense, and we end up doing that, and we end up winning the game. To
10: Dan, who's uh, sitting down
8: on the Kawhi,
9: line. Uh, Dan Wicky with the Los Angeles Times. It's been five years since you've been back to the NBA Finals.
8: Concerning everything you've had to go through, the injuries and stuff like that, what does it mean to you to, to get back to that stage?
9: I mean, it's great. Um, you know, I worked so hard to get to this point uh, with the season I had last year. Um, you know, just always betting on myself and, and knowing what I, um, you know, just knowing what I feel and, you know, what's right for me. And, you know, end up coming here with a great group of guys, a lot of talent. And then I just, um, you know, strive with them every day. Uh, you know, I just kind of bought into to their system. And um, you know, Kyle helped me a lot with my transition, uh, on the court and off the court, asking him questions and him just pushing me on the floor as well and letting me know what to do, um, in situations when he when he calls plays and you know, it just helps, but you know, all that hard work just put together and then you know now we're here and it's it's exciting. Uh,
7: to Michael who's sitting down on, on the left.
9: Uh, Michael Lee with the Athletic Um Kawhi. Uh,
0: out there on the court, um, Masai just said you're the. Masai just said you're the best player in the league, and he plays in Toronto. What does it feel like to hear that said about you, and how do you feel you've established yourself in that position during this playoff run?
9: Uh, I mean, I don't really judge my, you know, game like that. Um, I'm more of a team team aspect. See what my team is doing. Just want to win. I don't. I don't care about being the best player want to be the best team always said that and you know um, just before the season when we made the trade Masai felt that way about me he told me how he felt and why he made the trade and um, you know it's turning out it's turning out well now I mean we're in the finals and we're not done yet
10: I will do two more questions please so there's one down here and go ahead yep oh I apologize was there someone oh Mark again
8: Kyle Mark Schwartz ESPN Um, As you said, you ran into a a guy several times at this time of year, and you couldn't get past him. Um, What is it that made this group capable of doing something that no other Raptors team was ever able to accomplish?
7: (laughs) 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 Uh, I think we just honestly, man, I think the one thing about Kawhi, and you guys all know it, is he literally stays level-headed all the time um you know he never gives up he never gets down you know he shows some emotion after um game seven uh, i guess the Sixers. but i think he brought that you know him and danny brought that 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 championship uh, pedigree here and just kind of stand um level level-headed and even killed and then you got marcus hole comes in another veteran that, you know had been in the league a long time and um you know we just had a bunch of guys that you know this whole season we've been played through injuries and played through this and that and you know this year you know Kawhi coming off the year he had last year you know play you know he, he, we did a good job of you know his load management they did a, the, the staff did a great job of that um but we just played hard and stayed stayed the course um you know Nick Nurse did a good job of setting the tone early in the year and you know we were working for April, May and June and um now we're um you now we'll start June now
10: uh, and the last question, which is right there.
6: Kyle, uh, Reed Forgrave, CBS Sports. Uh, you've been here seven years. You know this fan base is sort of fatalistic. that they kind of assume things will go wrong. <laughs> and but do you feel that like things have flipped uh, that that you're not just affecting this team, that you're affecting this city?
7: I think we just went out there and did our job. I think we just go out there and play extremely hard. You know, we got great fans. They support us through, you know, the good times, the bad times, and you know, right now is a great time. And um, you know, we're we're glad that they're our fans. Thank you. Thanks, everyone.
2: That is Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard uh, post game after the Raptors' win to advance to the NBA Finals. A reminder: uh, we will have TSN 1050. will have Game One live here from Scotiabank arena on thursday all kinds of coverage and overdrive first up and all the shows on tsn 1050 starting monday and actually we have a show tomorrow uh, with andy mcnamara uh, detailing the raptors run into the nba final i guess uh, you know the, the humorous moment there was what was the difference in kyle Lowry? You, you couldn't you couldn't see his face but we could he just looked at Kawhi three times and and laughed i mean that is the difference isn't it
4: Well, yeah, I mean, Kawhi Leonard uh, is unlike any player we have ever seen in a Raptor uniform. And Kyle's been here for a long time. He's played with very good players. You know, I'm sure over the next couple of days, someone's going to write a piece on DeMar and catch up with him, and someone's going to catch up with Jonas Valanciunas, and someone will try to catch up with Dwayne Casey. Um, And those were good men, and those were good players and good coaches, and they brought a lot, but... Kawhi Leonard's on a different level. And it wasn't only Kawhi. I think, you know, Gasol, he's obviously supplied something significant. I think Serge Ibaka redeeming himself this season, considering the way he's played, you know, last year in particular, but also in the playoffs against Cleveland, it was always um, just not, not good enough. And I thought Ibaka was outstanding, especially in the fourth tonight. But, yeah, I mean, this is a, it's a different team because they got the best player going, and that's Kawhi Leonard.
3: And also, part, to add to that, part of that's the experiences that they've went through, with like the losses, the defeats, the growth and all that stuff. So I think that adds to the whole, you know, how they got to this point. You know, they've taken other lumps. Like Milwaukee's taken the lump like the old Raptors did. So I think all those things in the combination of what they the additions and changes, have made them who they are
2: now and so the raptors advance to the nba finals they are the eastern conference champions you're listening to tangerine raptors playoffs on news talk 1010 tsn 1200 ottawa tsn 1150 hamilton
1: and tsn 1050 toronto at tsn1050.ca far side left wing into the lane kicks it into the corner gasol open three good Down the bottom of the well for Marc Gasol. Kawhi Leonard, right in the shooting pocket.
0: Seven assists for Kawhi Leonard tonight. He had nine the other night. So many of them lead to three-point shots. 92-88, Toronto.
2: You saw with a couple of threes, Kawhi Leonard with uh, 17 rebounds, four offensive boards, which is big because the team only had six. So there's a lot of great moments, uh, sp- I guess, uh, sprinkled in with uh, little moments and, and little things that, that propelled this team forward at the NBA final. Uh, welcome back to Scotiabank Arena. There's a lot of people still in the place, a lot of confetti on the floor, and uh, I guess these are the family and, and p- part of the Raptors family that's still here. Everybody else is vacated. Jim Taddy, uh, We have uh, Dwayne Watson and Brian Hayes with you. Couldn't remember everybody's name. I'm sorry. Tom Sterner, former Raptors assistant coach, is here. (laughs) Tom, welcome. Uh, This was quite a performance, and it has an ongoing story. I mean, the last three wins are are something, aren't they?
11: Well, you you beat a team four times and more or less four times in a row. It is a a tremendous story, given the fact that you were down 0-2, and things were bleak, and we didn't know where this was going. And for it to turn out the way it has is just an unbelievable story for the history of the Toronto Raptors. On the night when uh, you know it was first, uh, you know a day ago, you know so 25 years ago, the Raptors came to fruition. And so to cultivate it tonight with the opportunity to play in the NBA Finals, you couldn't ask for a better a better story.
4: Uh, Tom, after the game, Masai Ujiri, was, he was feeling it, uh, as you would assume. He made the statement, I don't think it's outlandish, um, that Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the world. Uh, how do you feel about that statement? Well,
11: I mean, you have to look at, at, at all the things that Kawhi Leonard has done uh, throughout this entire playoff series. I mean, he's basically uh, willed this team to victory on numerous occasions. And on a night when he really didn't the ball well from three, one for eight, he comes up with a career-high 17 boards, 13 of them defensively, but one, uh, the one offensive rebound that counted the most, the biggest offensive play rebound of the night is the one off the missed shot that that he gets, and and he gets it over three seven-footers, and you talk about how special this guy is. On, on, on the last game, he said the career high in assists. Tonight, it's a career high in rebounds, and we can talk about all his point production, but you've got, a, you've got a, a, a tremendous argument for the guy, best guy on the planet right now.
3: Tom, you're familiar with the obviously the, the players and also the coaching staff, but what was the biggest surprise for you that you take away from this series and how the Raptors played?
11: Well, and, and, and again, what you have to look at coming into the series, we wondered whether the bench was going to have any impact at all, and uh, up until three games ago, it was non-existent. We were wondering how and when they were going to show up. And Van Fleet, my goodness, how, what, what do you say, again, another excellent performance, five for six tonight, four for five from three, and just making some big shots. Norman Powell coming in and, and having a, an impact on the game. You know, Serge Ibaka with just his will to to go in and be physical and do the things that he needed to do. And, and let's, let's not forget, Ibaka's... Talk with the team. You know, he was part of that that uh, OKC team that was down uh, and, and came back to win. So his uh, leadership uh, and, and words of wisdom to the players and building them up. But again, you, it, you watch Kawhi Leonard and his no nonsense, business like, uh, no emotion attitude uh, that 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 seems to have been infectious now to the rest of the team. They believe in themselves. And uh, it'll carry them well into the NBA finals.
2: Thomas as you watch this you have to feel they've they've grown up. I mean what the Raptors did to the Bucks had been done to the Raptors before. I mean, they literally took those last three games, the Bucks were dealing the cards, and then each night at different points the Raptors said no.
11: Yeah, and, and, and they did again tonight. I mean the twenty two to two run at the end and and, and you got everybody you Gasong get gets a three, Powell gets a three, Ibaki gets the dunk, um Jakum's little floater, Lowry's back to back three. You go down the list and, uh, the steal by Lowry that eventually leads to the monster dunk, the emotional monster dunk that Kawhi has over, over Giannis. Uh, you know, and, and again, Kawhi's only three with three minutes and four seconds left. A total team effort tonight. Um, and that's what has, that's what has developed here, uh, over these last three games, confidence, guy has They in the right place they share the ball on the game tonight all
4: right tom let's start getting crazy let's start looking ahead to thursday night golden state will be in town we know what the warriors are going to bring even if durant you know if he plays if he doesn't play a boogie plays if he doesn't play how do the raptors spend the next you know four or five days preparing for it what do you think they're going to be focused on to get ready for what will be uh, a really difficult series and uh, their first chance at winning a title.
11: Well, you, you have to take a look at the two guys that lead the show out there now, Curry and Klay and Thompson. Um, you've got to look at being able to defend them, be able to pick them up early in transition. You've got to be able to get good offensive shots at the at the offensive end because without getting good shots, it leads to those run-out plays that the that the Warriors are so good at. Uh, you'll have to, you know, negate Draymond green energy. Uh, you're going to have to make him make perimeter shots in terms of being able to do uh, what he does in terms of being uh, one of those guys that's just a pesky player. You're going to have to, uh, again, get contributions from our bench. They have to be as big in this series as they obviously were in this Milwaukee series. Uh, and, and, and the focus really has to be what it's been throughout all of these series, has been at the defensive end. Every game, the Raptors have gotten better defensively. And when you look at the fact that you hold the Milwaukee Bucks, one of the best offensive teams in the league, to 18 points in the fourth quarter, that has to be your focus uh, opening night here against the Golden State Warriors.
3: So you're saying there's a chance.
4: I don't Hello. know, Tom, are you? Are you saying there's a chance? I mean, that doesn't sound like the response we're looking for. Dead air is not well, no, what people in no, Toronto want no, no, no. to hear.
11: No, no, no. Absolutely there's a chance. Are you kidding me? All right. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this. You know, like I said, going into this thing, uh, they're just the things that you have to do. Everybody, you know, from a coaching perspective, you, you respect every opponent. Um, you respect every opponent that you play. It doesn't mean that you don't have confidence in your own team. It's just some of the things that you have to do getting ready to go into this thing. But because of how Toronto has played, they have proven that they can overcome adversity. They have proven that they can be collectively a a team that is going out on a night-to-night basis. And with the comeback win tonight, it's proven that they can come from behind uh, to start the fourth quarter and win a game.
2: Tom, you were a part of this uh, for a long time, and so when you watched the team rise to the occasion that it has never it reaches a level it's never reached before, what was going through your mind as you watched it
11: well it's, it's really emotional because when when, uh, when I got there I mean <laughs> yeah it, it was seventeen wins I think was the, <laughs> the, the season we took over and all the development that has come along, all the guys who have contributed to the culture uh, you know, you talked about uh, Demar Derozan and Dwayne Casey, like trying to start this whole thing off, and and uh, you got to give, uh, you know, uh, all those guys. You know, uh, um, I'm just thinking back, uh, you know, that that these guys have fought their way and and every year have gotten better and made Toronto a staple, uh, a staple of the of the league in terms of being able a team at knocking on the door, and just like the great teams of the past, like the. The Detroit Pistons, the, the Boston Celtics, you know, you know, all these teams from the past who couldn't win it, the Chicago Bulls, and then all of a sudden they kept knocking at the door, knocking at the door. And now they get their opportunity, and uh, uh, it's going to be Toronto's opportunity now to be able to go win an NBA championship.
2: Tom, thanks very much. We look forward to our chat on Thursday night.
11: Okay, one more quick thing. Congratulations to Larry Tannenbaum. This man is the ultimate owner, he is a man who has been there for the players. He never says a negative word. I'm really happy for him. And most importantly, I'm happy for the fans of Toronto. You guys are the best. And uh, you need to be really big and loud for the rest of uh, this playoff series.
2: Tom, well said. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Tom Sterner, former Raptors assistant coach. And uh, sure enough, Larry deserves a lot of credit. He's the guy who sort of drove everybody through this
4: yeah well i mean again there's going to be a lot of reflection uh we don't want to lose sight of the fact that they still have another round and an opportunity to win a championship but i do think a lot of people um in toronto whether you you just got on the bandwagon whether you've been following this team for 25 years um you know the ownership turnover over the years um, the different buildings, the different coaches, the different management well, types
2: pulling the two teams together. They
4: all, well, exactly, yeah. right? And and they all and Larry Tannenbaum played a, played a factor in that. Um, and listen, Masai Ujiri is a guy who even Brian Colangelo. I was just thinking about him when Tom was talking. Yeah, I think the only piece left is Kyle. But he's also the one that drafted Demar, that led to the Kawhi and Danny Green trade. I mean, right. there's a number of of and
3: drafted layers JV, to this. The Gasol, exactly. Exactly.
4: Sorry. I mean, you can go down the list over the past ten years, let alone the last twenty five, and you can find different connections um, that led to the journey that that they're still on, leading to uh, Thursday night.
3: And even with Tannebaum, I mean, if you look at it, we mentioned the big three sports of Toronto, like the Leafs. And the Raptors fall into the MLC fold, and the Raptors are are there. So this has got to be like he's been a big part of this, and now they're on the cusp of doing something potentially really big. So he's got to be really proud and excited for what this team is franchise has developed. Absolutely.
4: See. I mean, everyone's got their own anecdotes over yeah. the years. You know, I I remember I remember being at the Skydome for the draft when they took Damon yeah. Stoudemire. Yeah, and he got booed. <laughs> yeah, because everyone wanted Ed O'Bannon. Yeah, exactly. I remember being at yeah. the that doing? 500 <laughs> level, exactly, thinking, all right, they yeah. took Stoudemire. Yeah. What the hell is this? And that was 25 years ago. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. all Raptors of the fans have never changed. No, exactly. Exactly. Well, well, they may now. And there's been so yeah. many ups and downs, and, you know, I, this is just a, a moment where you can – you can feel it outside, like people are jacked, but it's not only people that are downtown. There's a lot of people throughout the city, the GTA, the province, the country, yeah. um, you know, Torontonians and Canadians all around the world, that I'm sure are tracking this, and yeah, that, it's been an incredible journey. Of
3: course, because like, we talked about, you know, the, the bumps and hiccups and how the Raptors got in certain points and fell back, but so people have been along with this ride, and they've been through the tough times, and they've been riding through one of these great times now, especially when everyone else is just getting excited about what this team is doing for the city. And, I mean, Jurassic Park is... I mean, it's been copied around the league now, but when we first when it first started happening, no one else was doing that. And, and networks were amazed that we were getting so many people outside of the right. arena, right. which is crazy. So. Well, and
4: the weather, you know, the weather's yeah. been terrible today. And and I got down here about an hour and a half before tip off, and it was packed. Yeah, it was packed down there. And my understanding is people were showing up three, four hours before yeah. tip off. You know, it's like trying to get tickets to a big concert that's rolling through town. People trying to get in all the way up and down Bremner. You know, it's going all the way up and down Young and. The the fact is, we haven't had it had this in in Toronto in in quite some time. I mean, it it just we all know the history of the city, yeah. and I think there was a lot of nervous energy coming into the game tonight. Um, now, Kawhi has changed the attitude of the city. I will say that. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot over the past couple of days. There were a lot of people willing to puff their chest out and say it's over. This team is going to win Game Six. They are going to the NBA Finals, and. Me, as a lifelong Toronto sports fan, I was always cringing when I heard that. I'm like, I don't oh, yeah. know if I have really? that type of confidence just because of the history. That, no, that's fair. I the told, history, I totally agree not, not just the Raptors. The Leafs, I mean, fair. the Leafs were up 3-2 at home as well. <laughs> we know how. <laughs> yes, you know, yes. I understand yeah. it's, uh, Yes, uh, guys. We try yes. to avoid that one. <laughs> I, get, I understand it's, you know, apples and oranges. <laughs> no, but
3: I hear you in terms of the concern because of being a Raptors fan is always a concern, but I just felt kind of how they won game five, and it was Kawhi, but it was the other guys finally stepping up that made me feel they had the defensive solutions that, you know what? I I did feel good same. Normally, yeah. There's that same. Uh, I don't know. Let's, let's wait before we get there. There's two right. chances. But I felt confident because Kawhi's like playing like the best player in the league. He's, he's the
4: ultimate confidence booster. And you got a guy
3: like Fred VanVleet shows up. So all those little things kind of helped the equation. And then you know, so they did it. Fortunately,
4: yeah, they well, did well. exactly. And now you can put 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 away those nervous you know energies yeah. and, and just. Feel good about what and this team is. It. Absolutely. What I've
2: grown to like is watching Gasol, Leonard, and Green argue with the officials because it legitimizes that all those those calls that we've complained about over the years, where it would get dismissed, and you go, "Well, these guys are the best in the business, and they're complaining about it, so that they, we were valid." Well,
4: and, and Milwaukee got to the line a ton tonight. Oh they're, yeah, did you they know, ever? Compared to the Raptors, it really wasn't that close. And even Booneholzer got teed up, and you know, he, he, I was thinking, what is this guy? got against the rest right now I mean everything's <laughs> going his way exactly and this guy Booneholzer can't can't keep it together but um I think that says something about about Kawhi being a leader and him him allowing you know his persona to permeate the group yeah. and I'll give credit to Nick Nurse as well because you know they were down big in game five they were big down big tonight I never sensed a panic out of Nick Nurse yeah and
3: the thing is you talk about the even kill and we talked about this like Kawhi's mentality Kyle is probably the most Biggest complaint to the officials. Biggest. You always see it. And I didn't see that, much in the playoffs. It was more like, you know, you know he would... He caught, a, he, he caught caught himself. He caught himself a lot. And I think that's, that's the whole
4: Kawhi uh, uh, attitude, just trickling down throughout the team.
2: Uh, the player of the game is unanimous. It's got to be Kawhi, right? Yeah.
4: I think so. I mean, his numbers were off the charts. I, you know, I, I think you can give it... I know it's corny, but you give it to the whole team, the, the journey to get here, but... I thought Kawhi was great. Um, that goes without saying. I think you could probably pencil in almost every time they win games, it's going to be Kawhi. Yeah. But I thought Lowry was outstanding tonight as well.
3: He's been great throughout the series and kind of almost not even – he's playing so well. Kawhi's playing so phenomenally well that you don't know how solid Kyle is. Right. But, I mean, Kawhi with a career high 17 rebounds. And, you know, we saw that big that big free throw he pulled down and got fouled on. Like, those are the kind of plays that – He's he's saying, let's go, guys.
2: 17 rebounds, 17 assists, a couple of steals, a couple of blocks, 27 points, as they say, priceless. Player of the Game brought to you by 21 Pilots, the Bandito Tour. May 28th and 29th at Scotiabank Arena. May 28th is sold out. Get tickets for May 29th right now. In the Paint is brought to you by Access Storage, the only Canadian-owned storage provider from coast to coast. Check out accessstorage.ca. And in the Paint, uh, we can go to uh, Points in the Paint and Toronto... 34 and Milwaukee 28 but also in the paint you would want those offensive rebounds and that wasn't good 6 to 12 12 for Milwaukee uh, there there were some numbers there for the raptors that weren't very flattering
3: the yeah, rebounding's been a kind of sticking point for the team for the playoffs in terms of getting out rebounded by their opponents especially giving us stuff on the offensive glass they got to do a better job against the Golden State Warriors. You shoot a lot of three balls and a lot of long rebounds. Yeah. But that's really effort, desire, and mindset. Not that you don't have it, but they've got to bring everything to beat that team.
4: Yeah, no, it'll be a, a fascinating study over the next, you know, four or five days to see what we know they're starting five for game one. They're going to go back to Danny Green. He's going to start, yeah. you know, and, and here's an opportunity for Green to redeem himself mm-hmm. because, quite frankly, it just it didn't go his way at all. I mean, he was ice cold again tonight, um, and... The rotations though they 've changed a lot, right when you yeah. consider pushing Orlando out of, out of the way, you know Philly, there was that debate halfway through the series. do they start going large? Yep. you know, do they start going bigger um, here obviously we, we saw that they didn 't feel like length was as big of an issue because milwaukee doesn 't have the same size as Philly um, you know golden state's going to be on the opposite side they, yeah. there, there are going to be times during these runs where they're just they 're going to have all guys who can rotate who can shoot who who there's not going to be a ton of size, yeah. and it's going to be interesting to see what Nick Nurse decides to do on that.
2: Coming up next, Nick Nurse, uh, as he's at the podium, we will deal with that next and also go in, in the locker room or the podium area and get more Raptors players sound. You're listening to Tangerine Raptors Playoffs on TSN 1150 Hamilton, TSN 1200 Ottawa, News Talk 1010 Toronto, and TSN 1050 Toronto, and TSN 1050.ca.
1: Works left, far side, stutter dribble, kicks to Lowry, into the corner, Powell for three, good! Down the bottom of the well for Norman Powell, the general counts three on his birthday, 78-76
2: Milwaukee. Norman Powell off the bench, 17 minutes and 9 points. And as Jonesy said, it was his birthday, or it is his birthday today. We'll go inside the locker room, brought to you by Tom's Place. Find your style at Tom's Place in Adelaide Street West and in Kensington Market. Tom's Place will suit you. So this is Norman Powell, postgame.
8: Norman, congratulations. Mark Schwartz, ESPN. You've been here uh, a few years now. Um, most Most of the narrative about the Raptors the last few years is how that guy LeBron James always comes and takes their lunch money. What happened this year to make that scenario go away against a great player and a great team?
12: Um, I think uh, we saw an opening. You know, it's um, no uh, coincidence uh, the moves we made um, this offseason, uh, bringing in Kawhi, bringing in Danny, um, the moves we made during the uh, trade deadline, and bringing in Mark. Um, uh, you know i 've been on a part of this team uh since two thousand and fifteen uh, and it's it's been a tough uh playoff runs for us you know um my rookie year um with two wins away from going to the finals battling leBron james uh next two years after that we get swept you know um but it 's been a a constant uh grind here you know to get over that hump you know and um, we 're able to do that this year we know we have a great group of guys um um, who really uh, believed it uh, since day one of the training camp, you know, that we're on a mission, um, that we could do something special, that we could uh, make history, you know, and I think uh, from that day forward, uh, we just continue to work each day towards that goal.
6: To
1: Reed, who's going your left.
6: Reed Forgrave with CBS Sports. Um, you, you're, you've been here for long enough that you get the, this fan base almost fatalism, think that things are going to go wrong. And, and I'm curious how you think this win, getting to the finals, can change not just the narrative of a team, but the the feeling of a city?
12: Um, You know, I think, uh, honestly, um, our fans have been great since I've been here, to be honest with you, Um, since day one, you know, um, the true fans who, you know, are standing out there in Jurassic Park in the rain, um, you know, filling the arena. Um, early, you know, Chan cheering, um, never giving up, you know, since day one, just building this whole organization out with all the great players who came, uh, who've played here and um, um, came to Toronto, you know, um, they've been great, you know, and you can see it, you feel the vibes around the city, you feel the wave around the city, um, you know, and it's it's special, you know, what we're able to do, you know, create history, and I think uh, since day one, the fans really believed this season that we could, uh, uh, you know, achieve and get over the hump. Uh, finally and, and make it to the finals, you know, so um, I'm just glad we we're able to do that know, I'm glad I've been able to experience um, every playoff run since I've been here um, the ups and downs of it And um, you know, we're, we're really excited, you know, to be able to go out there and uh, continue to, to shock the world and prove people wrong You know, we're not satisfied of, of just making it to the finals. You know, the, the, the main goal is to win a championship
7: uh, To Ian who's sitting down front and to your left, Norman
12: Hey Norm, over here, Ian Harrison, Associated Press. Obviously, Golden State's pedigree the last few years speaks for itself. But what what kind of jumps out at you as an sizing them up as an opponent for the finals? Um, they're a great team. You know, they have great players, Hall of Fame players on their team. Um, you know, they're very experienced. They're well, very well coached. You know, um, so. Uh, it's going to be uh, a difficult task to, to, to stop the to head of their snakes, but it's going to take uh, everybody, you know. Um, you can't single out one, one person or one player who's going to stop uh, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson and Draymond. Um, um, they're, th- those guys uh, uh, play together, you know, so it's going to take a full... Uh, whoever's on the court, you know, the the starting five, the bench players, whoever's coming in, you know, it's going to be really being able to be tied in uh, to the game plan and uh, just trying to exploit little mismatches that the coaches see um, and uh, just be aggressive and go out there and lay it on the floor. You know, they're a well-coached team, you know, they're experienced, uh, but we just got to go out there, um, enjoy the moment and continue to work and continue to chip away at it. Uh, To Scott, who's in the middle. uh...
0: Norm, Scott Stinson with the National Post. Uh, You were on the floor at the start of the fourth quarter when you erased the end of the uh, Milwaukee lead. Just wondering what was said in the break there about trying to keep up the momentum and... and Kawhi was on the bench
12: at that time too. I um, uh, think in a timeout, you know, Kawhi was like, um, enjoy the moment, you know, stay here, stay together, um, we're good, uh, just keep chipping away at it, and um, stay patient, take our open shots, continue to, to, to work the ball on offense, and really lock in on defense, you know, and I think uh, that's what we were able to do, we were able to make it really difficult for them, we picked up our physicality on the defensive end, we were able to get out, um, get them uh, scrambling around on defense, uh, Fred and me. Serge, were we're able to hit shots, Kayla was able to hit shots, Um, you know, we were we're really tied in on the defensive end, which gave our uh, offense life because we were able to get on transition.
7: we'll go to mark who's
8: down front here nor mark schwartz espn can you describe what it was like to be down 15 points and then have so many guys contribute to a 26-3 run punctuated by lowry Steele and the handoff to Kawhi for the jam
12: um uh, it was amazing you know um it's it's what you it's what you uh, live for it's what you play basketball for for those type of adversity uh, moments you know and uh You know, seeing the guys really tied in, really still motivated, really still uh, talking everybody through, you know, on the floor. Uh, Mark was telling Serge uh, what he saw and how he he could affect the game. um me and Fred were talking, Kyle was talking to us, Kawhi was talking to us, you know, so it's what you play basketball for, for those moments, you know, and uh, the one thing Kawhi really stretched to us was just to enjoy it, you know, don't get uh, uh, too uh, out of character, just enjoy um, the moment and continue to go out there and just lay it on the floor. So it was an amazing feeling just to be able to to battle and chip away at it, you know, it's, it's, it's how you make history.
2: Well, everybody is enjoying it. Uh, Outside is uh, jam-packed. In fact, all the Raptors players went out to Jurassic Park to speak to all those people that uh, stay outside and watch the game and celebrate. And 194 was the final score over the Bucks. The Raptors advance to the NBA Finals. Game 1, you'll catch it on TSN 1050, and it airs Thursday night. So we'll have all the action for you on Thursday night. Live right here on TSN 1050. And, of course, uh, all our other stations will join us as well. Uh, and the postgame continues until 1 o'clock for our network operators. Let's go back downstairs, hear from head coach Nick Nurse. You can you just speak
11: to your team's uh, toughness mentally? Like, there were many times a lesser team would have folded tonight. And you talked about Kawhi's even-keeledness. Does that carry over in those circumstances as well? Yeah,
13: I mean, talk about his even killedness and talk about him making huge plays. And tonight, he seemed to inspire us with some monster rebounds, right? Just out of nowhere, when we, you know, had a either a bad possession or even a good possession that didn't go in, he'd fly in there, and and he made. I thought he made some game-winning rebounds, and that's um, that has a lot to do with it too, Doug. But I think again, I think I, I, I'm I'm probably, you know, like like you know, you were at the game. I, <clears throat> it wasn't going that well, right? It seemed like a bit of a frustrating night, and and um, we didn't really. I think we got a little frustrated in the first half, but we kind of regrouped at halftime and and talked about let's let's just keep playing, man. We're, you know that this nobody's giving us this thing. We got to go take it ourselves. And I thought we did a really good job of that in the second half. Even again going down fifteen or whatever, we did just kept on playing.
7: Uh, to Scott, who's in the middle. Uh, <clears throat>
13: sort of
0: Nick, out. Scott Stenson, National Post. Kawhi hit a three, uh, got a favorable bounce with like three minutes left. He had missed his first seven threes. Did you call that out of the timeout? And if so, what made you confident that the, the next one would go in?
13: No, uh, you know what, he, he, he was, uh, well, probably better not say it. I thought he had a couple really good looks that he had a couple in and out. And even that last one was like down and in and spun back out, which would have been good. but. You know he's, he's, he's online and he's got you know great mechanics and backspin and all that stuff so we were we were fortunate I mean it was a it was a bounce of the ball and we ne- we needed a bounce of, of the ball it didn't seem like we were getting many especially to start the game man I was like oh my goodness we <laughs> all these things are rolling out now you know not one of those nights tonight. Uh, we'll <clears> go
7: to Steven who's down on the right here.
13: Coach throat.
8: I go back through the last couple series we've seen all through the regular season, offense came easy. You've been winning with defense, not just defense that we saw earlier year, like crushing defense, holding top scoring teams to 90 points, 94 points. What's changed with the Raptors from the regular season to
13: today? Well, we're playing a lot harder. That's, that's really, um, <clears throat> it took us uh, kind of one punch in the gut from the Orlando Magic to understand, we better start playing a lot harder. And I think we came out in game two, and you saw a totally different basketball team that that started using their abilities to the best of their ability. And um, that's that's really the difference. Now, listen, we've we've learned and and grown as well. Our, our communication, uh, schemes, switching, blitzing, you know, we we've our rotations, contesting shots, uh, you know, all those things are are. Have been growing here since the start of the playoffs, and and um, and the other thing is, is there's some moments, like stretches, you know, we call them <clears throat> we call them consecutive stops, and there's some stretches where it's it's darn hard to complete a pass against us, and um, that's that's um, that wears into a team after a while when you're when you're up into them and you're denying and you're you know everybody's just that connected and playing that hard, but efforts really the really the answer to your question.
10: So we have a bunch of questions over here. We'll start with
13: Michael Grange, please. Nick,
3: Michael Grange from Sportsnet. Congratulations. Um, you kind of touched on that there, but but what? why is this journey, or what about this journey through 18 games has, has, has taught you about your team, and um, what do you think your team has kind of learned about itself, given how new it was, really?
13: Yeah, I mean, we've learned a lot, Michael. You know, I think, I, I don't really, you, you'll know the stats, but I think we only had something like, I don't know, eighty-one minutes or one hundred and twenty-one minutes or something with with like our guys, you know, like with our starting lineup, one sixty, still not very many, right? That's like I can't do the math. It's less than four games, but anyway. Um, <clears throat> so we we did have some growth, you know, to to discover, and you know, I, I said this after the last series, I, you know, I I was worried that we drew Orlando because I thought they were the hottest and best team of of the. You know, five through eight <clears throat> seeds, but I <clears throat> also knew that if we could go play and 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 um, beat a team that defended well and and was you know executed well, that we would grow and get better. And then Philly was really good, man, super talented, like unbelievably talented. And that was a you know that was a series that we had to go through some some really highs and some really lows, and and again learned a little bit more about staying even keeled. We get our butts kicked. You know, really badly in game three and it was all over in a lot of people's mind and, and we just we just kind of said, you know what, every time we've done this all season long, we've bounced back the next night. So we and we did and, and again we had to you know to really fight. They were they were great. And and listen, this is a really good team here. Right? To to beat this team four times in a row to me like is is almost mind boggling. This is a super deep, very well coached, um, talent. Um, a superstar, you know, that is causes all kinds of problems. So I, I don't know. I guess I just I'm more proud that we just <clears throat> kept growing and kept kept hanging in there and kind of always believed.
7: I'm oh, going next door <clears throat> to read right next
6: to Michael. There.
13: Nick, uh, Reed Forgrave, CBS Sports.
6: Uh, everyone talked about Fred's kid being born on Monday. Yeah. You had a kid born on Monday too. Um, yeah, you've like kept this em- emotional composure all week long. Could you like pull back the curtain a little bit and just. Put me in your shoes over the past week of what this has been like for you, for your family, and frankly for the city.
13: I mean, you know, listen. I think that um, the bi- the biggest thing is 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 if you uh, try to limit the distractions. Right? C- certainly wasn't a distraction. It was a, it was a great moment, right, for me. Um, but again, uh, the rest of the distractions, like you know, I just just try to focus in and. You know, shut my door and turn my phone off and do do the work to prepare, and um, get the guys prepared and and really manage their <clears throat> their rest and energy to to re-energize them in between each game and and we kind of kept adding to our game plan each and every night. You know, of of somebody else we were gonna try to shake up or go after a little bit and that was that was good. And I, I don't know. I just again, I think. Um, I told the team before the game, I said, I don't know a lot, but I, I know you earned every every bit of being in this game on your home floor, you know, and, and they have been um, diligent. They've been smart. They've been really tough, um, and that's it.
2: That is Nick Nurse uh, after the 194 win over the Bucks to advance to the NBA Finals, which open here at Scotiabank Arena on Thursday night. We'll have it for you right here. Postgame Stat Pack is brought to you by Downtown Toyota, part of the Downtown Auto Group. You are what drives us, and we're going to deal with a, a couple of numbers here. One is 100. 100 games this season, 100 playoff games for the Raptors, and they win 194. There's a lot of synergy at work here.
3: There is. There is. That's a great round, even number, and, uh, you know, very symbolic of just how this team is, how the franchise has evolved and what they did tonight.
2: Yeah, evolved, I guess, is, is the key word, really. You're uh, going to sort of drift off the page here, but but when you look at – uh, four wins in a row. Um, there are some similarities, but um, there's a lot of evolution in the course of each one of those games uh, in that they had to do different things. It, I mean, you could say, well, it was airtight defense, and it was, uh, but it comes about through through different reasons. Uh, you know, it's on a set play, right? It's reacting to the situation and finding a solution. That's worth a lot.
3: Yeah, and I mean, just stepping back from it all in terms of looking at the games, to beat a team four, teams in a, four games in a row down two, that says a lot about what what you what you can do as a team and how you can like just turn the tides of a series.
2: Well, and, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I do know uh, from the other sports that I cover when you're down two nothing and the home team has won the first two. It's there, if the road team wins the first two, that means that the favorite team has is down two and oh they can come back because they eventually have game seven. Right, but it never even got there.
3: Yeah, it was it wasn't even an issue, and that's and this team. The, only lost twice in a row they've never lost three times in a row all season
2: they have now (laughs) 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 goodbye from the file everything happens eventually so get it out of the way early indeed you got three more years on (laughs) us you're listening to tangerine raptors playoffs on news talk 1010 tsn 1200 ottawa tsn 1150 hamilton tsn 1050 and tsn1050.ca 6.50
1: 6.50 to go, Middleton drives, cut off, stolen by Lowry, on the run, Lowry to Leonard, down the bound, he threw it in the face of Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kawhi Leonard with punctuation makes it 87-79 Toronto, oh baby what a play by Kawhi.
2: And that is the play of the game, brought to you by 241 Pizza. Try the all-new bacon cheddar garlic loaf for only 6 Order online at 241pizza.com, or you can call 241-0241. That was a stunning play. There was a lot of moments there, you know, when the Raptors, you know, people forget they, they got their lead in the fourth quarter. They yeah. hadn't had one since the opening minutes. Yeah,
3: and then they kind of, the Bucks clawed back, too. So yeah. it, wasn't, it was ebbs and flows, but that that dunk, to <laughs> that Kawhi put down on Giannis' head top, man, that was something.
2: Uh, the number's to call. We're going to open the phones. I know it's late, but, uh, you know, you'll help us get to our, our out time, which is 1255 for our network operators. 416-870-1050 is the local number. Toll free, 855-591-6876, 855-591-6876, or 416-870-1050. And uh, tell us your thoughts on how you feel about this Raptors team, which has uh, taken – Everybody to the NBA Finals. First time for the franchise, obviously. And in terms of the Big Three, as we define it, uh, the NHL, the NBA, and Major League Baseball. Uh, when you go back to 1967, which is uh, the last time the Leafs won the Stanley Cup. Since then to now, only three teams in this city have gone to the finals: Raptors. Or, sorry, the Raptors once, which is going to happen next week. Right. Blue Jays twice, and of course the Blue Jays won back-to-back World Series. But this is, you know, th- this is new.
3: It's definitely new. And I think, as you mentioned, like, this is, the Blue Jays have been the only team. So the fact that another team from a different sport has taken them there, I think a team that's kind of really – I feel like when you're out of Raptors game, it captures the diversity and mix of Toronto. Like, it, ca- like it captures everybody. I mean, you know – It does. You have some areas of the arena where, obviously, the high rollers will not, but you kind of have a, a mix of everyone. And I think you see that inside the arena. You see that definitely in Jurassic Park. And I think that's kind of why – you know, and also Jurassic Park allows people to be feel like they're a part of the game – but they're not, you know, they're not quite in the game. So I think it really, it's it's a lot for the city. And okay, the country. I
2: have to be careful in the words here. Okay, uh, and and so the Raptors track like the Blue Jays for me because they are Toronto's team. But Canada's team, no, now, and, and Leaf fans will understand that there are Leaf fans all over the world, coast to coast in Canada, but there are a lot of other Canadian cities with NHL teams. So, exactly. so the, the, the Raptors and the Blue Jays are one-offs. They are the only entries in, in this country, in their leagues.
3: Yeah, you're right. And I think you're right. There's Leaf fans across the country, but there's also other teams where people can gravitate to. There's only one team in Canada if you're a basketball fan, an NBA fan, and that's the Toronto Raptors. And the same thing with the Leafs. And that's kind of why, and the Jays, I mean, and that's why it means more to the country. So I agree with
2: that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, our numbers to call are uh, 416-870-1050, toll-free 855-591-6876. Uh, we have line one, Luigi from Bolton. Welcome, sir. Go ahead. Are, uh, yeah. You want to lower the radio in the background, buddy?
0: Yes, one second.
2: Okay, turn it down. Yes,
0: yes, yes I got it down, Luigi.
2: Yes. Okay, go ahead, sir.
0: Yeah, my name is Luigi I'm from Bolton. I say Toronto, it's uh, unbelievable what they do. And uh, we gotta we gotta keep this guy we gotta keep this guy Ka- Kawhi Leonard because we make a mistake we leave Jovinko we not keep a championship team we gotta keep we gotta pay lots of money anything we can do to keep this guy you understand
2: absolutely I totally understand
0: I think I well, think it's an incredible thing you know
2: I know well you you pay your money you want to see you want to see the athletes rewarded you want them to stay here right to the one that's to the one okay luigi thanks for your call let's go to line two roger from stony creek roger welcome and go ahead sir
11: hey boys what's going on what a feeling this is man what a feeling i never thought i would feel this ever this is unreal Kawhi is a man honestly i don't care what it takes we just need to get Kawhi back, and this right here was the stamp on the passport saying, "Listen, Kawhi, you're a god now, man."
2: How much would, How you, would you pay him?
7: I would give him at least ninety.
2: Nine? No, nine. Okay. you got you got that nine yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did you win the fifty-fifty tonight? <laughs>
7: hey, whatever it takes.
2: So,
3: Roger, what do you, th- what do you think with the finals? What's that? What's your prediction for the finals? How do you think the Raptors are going to fare?
11: I think the Raptors are going to shock everybody and win the first two games at home.
3: Oh. I think
11: this is going to go to a seven-game series.
3: That'll be something.
2: Roger, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Um, and uh, just so that everybody understands back at headquarters, when the caller is on the line and we speak, we get the echo effect. So just putting that out there, you're going to hit a button, and we're going to lose that. Let's go to line four. Gary from Brampton. Welcome, Gary. Go ahead, sir.
14: Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call tonight. Uh, my pleasure. I've got one thing to say. I'm happy for Marc Gasol. That guy deserves it. He's been battling ever since those days of Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan. That guy deserves it. Kyle Lowry deserves it. And I'm really happy for this team, this organization, Masayu Ujiri, all the fans that put in all the effort to stand outside in the rain. We have the best country in the world, the best fans in the world. And I guarantee, Raptors in five.
2: I like that, Gary. Can you remember back to some of the the frustrating moments, and are they all gone now?
14: Oh yeah, definitely. Like I mean, I knew from the get go that once we got Kawhi Leonard, I, it, it was it was it was icing on the cake. I mean, like if you if nobody could see that, we could at least get to the finals. Then I don't know if they were a true Raptors fan, to be honest. I mean, he shut down LeBron James. He's done his part, but you know. None of these players, one thing i got to say off topic, they've all lost their fathers. And I know that from heaven they're watching on their sons. And this is this is for them, baby. This is for the Raptors. This is for the players. This is I'm so thrilled, guys. I don't even know. i I'm, I'm, I'm lost for words. Lost for words, guys.
2: Gary, thanks very much. Enjoy your night. Or I guess it's morning now. Good night and good morning. Let's bring in uh, Anthony from Etobicoke. Anthony, welcome in. Your thoughts, sir? Hello, Anthony. Are you there? Maybe not. Do we want to try Richard from Brooklyn? Richard, go ahead. How you doing? Good. How are you?
15: Wow, that Raptors series was... Their road to the finals was probably the toughest road to the finals ever. I mean, I don't even know how they got through the sixes. I mean, and now they're going to the NBA finals. And they get home court advantage? That's... That's incredible. People, people don't understand. This is probably the first time Golden State has to play in the finals on the road.
3: Opened on the road, yeah. How how big do you what think home tough. court advantage is going to be for these guys, the Raptors here at Scotiabank Arena?
15: I think it's going to be huge. I mean, you, you see that fans, you see how loud they are. They will the team to that rally, that last rally, and wow. Oh. Raptors fans are incredible, man. I'm a huge Kawhi fan. I've always been a huge fan. I follow him wherever he goes. And that, that Raptors team is all grit and grind. And I think they have every they have everything. They have everything for uh, um, NBA Feminist Champions. Uh, man, it's crazy. They got bench play. They got defense. They got ball movement. They got hustle play. They got 3.2. They got everything. And the thing is, they're very low IQ, a uh, very low turnover team. And, man, you know, this Raptors team might win it
10: all. Oh, you
15: know, we'll, we'll see. R- R-
2: Richard, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Let's welcome in AJ. AJ, what are your thoughts on what happened tonight?
10: Hey, uh, so I just wanted to say that every year going into the season, we'd have, like, these ra- these signings, and we'd get excited for them. Me and my family would be like, oh, wow, we got Linus Kleza. Wow, we got Hito Turkoglu. And they didn't amount to anything. And we didn't really have any hope going into these games. And then this season, we got Kawhi Leonard and we got Danny Green as a throw-in. And yes, Danny Green didn't have a great playoff, but it's crazy to think how far they've taken us. And The performances of Marcus Gasol getting him at the trade deadline and, and having guys like him step in, they're, they're the main, main reasons. Not to put the efforts of Kyle Lowry to the side, but these guys are bringing us like, the Eastern, they brought up the Eastern Conference trophy, and now they're giving us the chance to win the finals, and, like, we got to give it up to them. Like, coming in, especially in Arkansas, coming into the system halfway through the season, like, like, uh, Nurse said, with only, like, less than four games of actual, like, play time, and for him to come up big in these playoffs is crazy.
3: AJ, like, I mean, obviously you've been following this team for a while, but it's kind of interesting because, you know, you mentioned the depth of guys that they have now, but before it used to be like Kyle and DeMar, and that was basically it. Like, what do you think about the complexity of this team in terms of how many different factors or faces are contributing?
10: Well, it was, uh, I think, I, I, if I remember, it was last year they got Don the, the bench mob, and everyone, did, we had, like, we almost went 10 deep, and uh, we kind of, like, we gave up on uh, we kind of traded away DeLawn and we gave up those guys to kind of shore up our front court a little more and we we went away a little from going that far deep into ten end but I think just giving a couple more players more minutes coming off the bench I mean we kind of donned Fred VanVleet as our main backup and I with that he didn't have to kind of look behind his shoulder and see like oh uh, how am I how's this going to work with DeLawn how's that going to work and you kind of saw it like flourish in the last couple of games and Fred came up big he had those big shots. And you didn't really have to worry about anything like that. We had Norman Powell, our go-to guy, come off the bench. We had the players like uh, Serge Ibaka. Like, yeah, he was he was great. He he gave us so much in the starting uh, start of the season when he was a start, basically our starting center when JV went down. And now he's coming off the bench with like starter quality minutes. It's it's been amazing what our bench and our depth has been able to do.
2: AJ, thanks very much. Enjoy the celebration. Uh, Raptors win. 194 in advance to the nba finals and we'll have game one on thursday night live here from scotia bank arena the numbers are 416 870 591 6876 uh... who do we have next vidal from the lakeshore area vidal welcome how are you
0: not too bad how are you guys doing
2: good what do you think of that
0: oh man i can't even tell you how happy i am man I, i've been talking bad about fred van Vliet since the uh, The playoffs started, and I have to eat my words because he has come up big in this series in the last three games. Just phenomenal, Norm off the bench, just phenomenal. And I just I have to give kudos to Coach Nurse as well for pulling Danny Green when he just clearly couldn't hit any shots. Like he just he just made all the right calls tonight. It was fantastic.
3: Yeah, I look at this team and I see what they've done in the playoffs and how you know you mentioned like Fred stepped up out of nowhere, Norm showed up in the playoffs. Do you think like the ability of these guys to show up, or, or the depth of this team, is going to help them against the Warriors? Like, going to really make it a series?
0: Oh, absolutely! I, I actually think we match up better with Golden State. I mean, there's some, there's some, definitely some, some uh, size on that team, but not like Milwaukee. I just think, uh, you know, the fact that Van Vliet and Norm have built their confidence over the last three games, I just think it's going to be phenomenal.
2: Vidal, thanks very much. Appreciate it. do Let's go to Richard Markham. Richard, welcome in. Your thoughts. Hello, oh, Richard.
0: Thanks, man. thanks for having me in. Um, as a long-time Raptors uh, season ticket holder, I've uh, been following since, you know, the expansion, 95. Oh, man, this feels great. Every failure has led up to this day, and it feels so much better, so much rewarding. My wife keeps talking about the days of Damon inside of mine, et cetera, and, oh, my gosh, this feels fantastic. So, I don't know if it's ever going to happen again. I just want to say this has been... An amazing ride. The ride has not been done. It's not finished, and I think we match up well against Golden State because Kawhi has been there before, and hopefully he can lead the team. Thank you so, so much.
3: As, as a longtime Raptors fan, did you have any doubt that the Raptors would win this series?
0: This series, I think once we, uh, once we made the adjustments in the third game, Nick Nurse pulled all the stops, including Kawhi and uh, the Greek Freak. That was huge because I just kind of, you know, wilted their um, offense, and I think. That was key. Next thing you know, we went 4-0. and So, I mean, hey, got to give it to Nick Nurse for sure.
2: Richard, thanks very much. Appreciate it.
3: Take care. Have a great day.
2: You too. and uh, Dwayne, when you look back over it, uh, redefining Ben, but don't break.
3: Yeah. Yeah, without question. I mean, but, you know, it's funny. I asked him the question because, obviously, long-time Raptors fans have always had that kind of nerves and doubt based on well, what' sure. happening to this team. Yeah.
2: Um, but, well, especially with those regular season runs.
3: But you felt even in the playoffs, I mean, not that, it was a clear sign this team was destined to be where they are right now, but they the resiliency was always there yes there was always there was always another level, as you say, you know, and I think that's yep. and that and I think the fact that they 've been there, there was never any like panic it 's over, it was always okay, even kill well
2: and even in tonight 's game, yep. even though it didn 't look good, you you waited for the moment when the game was on the line, and as soon as that happened, you saw Kawhi go to work.
3: Yeah, and I think that's, that kills a team like the Bucks, a young team that's kind of finding their way in the playoffs when they're giving everything they've got. They've got a team down by double digits, and they still find a way to claw back, and I think that's, that's, a, that's a resolve of this Raptors ball club.
2: Let's squeeze in a couple of more calls. Waj from Toronto. You there, Waj?
3: Yeah, hi. Hi. Hi, uh, I have two questions for you guys.
10: Um, do you think um, if if OG comes back uh next uh series, uh do you think that will affect um how the Raptors play? And uh the second question is, um a lot of uh people on social me- media say that um just one year of Kawhi uh just um just, the trade. everyone uh, just um everyone just forgets all the nine years of uh Damar that was here. Do you think you agree with that? or It seems bad, but
3: do do you agree with that? Uh, I think if OG is available for the Raptors in the finals, definitely he changes the landscape of this team, adds depth, adds size, uh, another body that can run up and and be defensively. I'm not sure what his status is. They've been pretty quiet in terms of what his availability is, but I think, you know, and also how, even if he's ready to play, what's his condition like, what's his skill level like? But this Raptors team has shown they have a depth throughout the series to kind of make it work. And in terms of, I mean, I think Kawhi's, The acquisition of Kawhi has been humongous for the team. This team franchise has never been to the NBA Finals, so it does make it worth it. But it doesn't belittle the contributions of DeMar DeRozan for what he's done. I mean, in my mind, he's still the greatest rapper of all time for what he's done and the heights he's gotten this franchise to, and his commitment to the city, the franchise, and the ball club, and developing as a player. Like this is a guy who was, you know, a slash player and then turned himself into an all-star. So uh, I don't think it takes away what DeMar's done. Of course, in this moment right now. Kawhi eclipses it because he's carried this team to further than they've ever been, though.
2: Yeah, we're always going to honor what DeMar did. Yeah. That's not going to be forgotten or negated by any other accomplishment. I mean, that's this, not the name of the game. This
3: was built off the back of DeMar DeRozan. So. Yeah.
2: Okay, Waj, well, thanks for the call. Let's go to Andrew from Toronto. Andrew, welcome in. Your thoughts on the Raptors getting to the NBA final?
5: Oh, man. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, uh, go ahead. It's unbelievable, but I, I want to give a PSA to, uh, about Kyle Lowry. Um, for the last six years, this, the success of this team has lived and died with, with Lowry. And, uh, you know, obviously he had a couple of playoff runs that didn't go so well. He's been pretty good since the Miami one in 2016. But whatever this guy need, give whatever, whatever we need in any given moment in a game, like when they were tightening up there in the third quarter, he hits that uh, Ilyusova three over top of him with a high arc, draws a charge on the next play. Like, whatever this team needs. Kyle Lowry has always been the guy to give it to them. So, unbelievable moment for him to be able to get to the finals at this point. Um, I still think that he's unbelievably underrated, not just by, by the national media in the States, but by even people in Canada. I don't know if we really appreciate what he does in, in contributing to team wins. Not, not necessarily scoring all the time, but the way he contributes to the team wins, um, it's, it's remarkable. And, uh, and there's going to be a lot of talk about Kawhi tomorrow, rightfully so. That guy carried us in a lot of moments tonight. But uh, but if you go back and watch that game, there are moments where Kyle just kept us in it with little plays.
3: I agree with you. I think if, you, if, if any people fall and watch these Raptors games, you can see the contribution he makes. But I think... Kawhi's, you know, he's still won so many moments on the offensive defensive ends, but Kyle has been so steady. He's done so many little things, and he's really the heart of this ball club. And I think, you know, when it's all said and done, I think his contribution will totally be recognized. But it's kind of easy to get caught up in, like, everyone else stepping up and Kawhi doing all these otherworldly things.
2: Andrew, thanks for your call. Some excellent points. And, and the thing about Kyle is even in the, the span of the three rounds, we've seen the evolution. Go back to game one of the first round, where in the first 90 seconds, he got called for a foul, and, and he wasn't – very happy about what was going on, yeah. and, and you saw his emotional display. Tonight, uh, he got ran over and just picked himself up and, and got back into the game. Yeah. There was yeah. no arguing about anything, and, and he does actually, when you see him now, he'll go over, make the point to the official, and then walk away.
3: Yeah, and then even it um, was a game early in the series where Kyle attempted to draw charging, charge. He didn't get the call. I think it was a no call, and then two plays later, same thing, stepped in front of a big body, and I think... Him, his willing sacrifice to kind of make those plays for a team, and that's the kind of stuff that people don't see, but definitely is so va- invaluable.
2: Time for one more call. We'll go to Oshawa. Wilton is on the line. Wilton, welcome in. Your thoughts on the win tonight? Yes. Hello, Can Wilton. Yeah, it's go Walter. ahead.
15: It's Walton. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, go ahead. Uh, man, it was, it was a great game. Um, the thing I like about this year's Raptors is that, you know what, they're, they're, when they're down, they never give up, they never put their heads down, they keep their composure and they're just ready to play, and they're just, their defense, oh, man, the coaching staff, you know, you know, Nick Nurse and his coaching staff are geniuses with that adjustment that they made in game two, and they just swarm Giannis, and he couldn't even do anything besides just throw away the ball, and, and, you know, they try to shoot, and it just shows, you know, that defense wins championships, and, you know, you know offense can give you the glory, but, you know, with this defensive team it's so elite, and I know some people may think that, you know, the Raptors are facing um, Golden State Warriors. Their their defense is just insane. And I, and I have the Raptors in, you know,
2: six games. Wow. Well, excellent. I like that. They're going to shock people. Thanks for your call. I like that.
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, it also makes a great point because I think, you know, when Nick Nurse got hired after Coach Casey was let go, they're looking at different coaches and you're like, hmm, do you want to bring in a brand new coach for a team that's, you know, kind of everyone's in their prime, like Serge, Kyle, they're in their prime. they got to go like Kawhi's in his prime. Can you go with a new coach at this juncture? And I think he's risen to the occasion, I think. I, I was like, hey, okay, we'll see how it goes. But they saw something, and Coach Nurse came with, with an idea of what he wanted this team to be, and he's done it.
2: Uh, it's been a fascinating run, and there's still another chapter to be written, and that will be the N- NBA Finals, and they start Thursday night live here at Scotiabank Arena. So hope you'll join us for that. We will have that game. I want to thank you for dropping by, and uh, two hours went by pretty fast. The Toronto Raptors are NBA Eastern Conference champions, go on to the NBA Finals against the Golden State Warriors. Thanks for joining us in Tangerine Raptors playoffs on TSN 1200 Ottawa, TSN 1150 Hamilton, News Talk 1010, and TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1050.ca.